Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Human Again podcast. This is the 24th episode I've released, and in less than two weeks, it will have been one year since the first episode was posted. I released episode one on December 16th, 2019. It feels a little weird to think I've been doing this a full year already. I definitely feel I've grown a lot over that period and gradually improved many of my abilities since I first started. With that said, I feel like this is also a good time to take a more substantial break to spend some time reflecting on how things have gone and what the next step should look like. I've often talked about reflection and intentionality throughout the podcast, so this is a case where I'm going to put them into action. One year is a good amount of time to be able to evaluate and reflect on how things are going and consider how it should look moving forward. I talked last time about the idea of purpose and how part of the reason I'm doing the podcast is because I believe it's something valuable, both in the potential that it could improve the lives of others, as well as in the way that it can help me in my own growth and development. I still believe that's true, but I want to make sure I evaluate whether it is accomplishing those goals in the most efficient way, or if there's other pursuits I should direct my focus toward to have a more meaningful impact. I also want to step back and look at the way I'm doing the podcast to see if I need to change anything in order to make it better, whether that's posting more often or less often, or changing the format or length of episodes or covering particular subjects and content. There are endless possibilities, so I don't want to simply settle for what's familiar and comfortable if there's truly a better way to do it. I've said from the beginning that, if nothing else, this would be an opportunity for me to learn and develop skills that can be useful in a a number of different contexts. Thus, I want to consider if there are other avenues I should pursue as well to further grow and hone more abilities. Maybe that would look like writing a book or writing articles or a blog online. Maybe it would be writing and producing songs or putting together a music album. It could be something in person, interacting with people around me in more meaningful and intentional ways. It could look like completing more schooling and working toward a degree, or it could be taking the podcast a new direction by bringing other people in to contribute or help in various ways. Or it may just be continuing on exactly as things are currently. I don't have any clear details about what the next step will be because I still need to reflect and consider that myself. That's why I want to take a break to give myself the time and space to figure that out. My ultimate goal is to make sure I'm doing something that's meaningful to me and that contributes to others in a significant way as well. I want to continue challenging myself so I don't just fall into a rut of mediocrity because it's comfortable. Regardless of what I decide or what the next step looks like, I'll definitely give an update here about what it will be, even if the decision is to pursue something else besides continuing the podcast. It's also likely that I would still continue the podcast in some limited capacity as well, even if I decided to primarily focus my attention somewhere else. I know it may seem a little odd that I'm taking a break just as I'm gaining momentum, 
I was wondering myself whether it would be best to just keep charging ahead since I feel like I've been getting into a better rhythm with the podcast lately, but I decided it was still best to have time to reflect and evaluate so I don't get tunnel visioned or off track without even realizing it. If I try to do that while I carry on with the normal routine, I don't think I would have the same perspective and clarity to be able to look deeply and clearly at how things are going. I also want to build an intentional time to rest before I go too far and feel burnt out. I'm excited to brainstorm and dream a little about various possibilities, though. I enjoy the process of pondering different ideas and trying to come up with creative ways to live meaningfully and address problems I notice in the world. This year especially, there are plenty of needs in the world and even more obstacles making it difficult to address them in ways we're used to. I'm not sure what I can do to help, but I'm hopeful that I can make at least a small contribution that improves others' lives, and I'm excited to spend some time coming up with ideas. I would also love to hear from all of you about what you're doing and what sorts of things you think are most valuable right now. How are you using your unique context and abilities to make the world a little better? What do you feel is most needed right now to improve individual lives and society as a whole? I do genuinely want to see and hear about what you're doing because it's so powerful for inspiring and empowering others to do things they never even thought about. I've seen this play out in my own life in many areas as I get inspired by the people around me and what they're doing. For example, a few years ago, one of my friends was training for a marathon, and I never considered myself a runner or had any goals to do an official race, so I wasn't interested in training with him or anything like that. I would play ultimate frisbee and run during games, but didn't really run just to run and hadn't ever gone more than about six miles at once. This friend was pretty busy and involved in lots of different things, but I wanted to find a time to talk with him and catch up, so he invited me to come along with him on one of his runs. I ended up agreeing to go along with him on a day when he was planning on going about seven miles. One of the things that helped make it more manageable and gave me confidence to join him in the first place was the way he was training. He would run for five minutes, then walk for one minute, then go back to running five minutes, walking for one, and so on. This helped break it up and make it easier to go further, because I always knew I only had to keep running for a maximum of five minutes before I could slow down, so there was incentive to keep pushing a little more and to look forward to the brief rest. The walking breaks allowed for a chance to talk more easily, and alternating back and forth helped break up the monotony. After about six miles, we decided to take a break to warm up inside a coffee shop since it was winter and still close to freezing outside. But afterward, we headed out again, and I expected to only go another mile or so. But then once we reached the meeting spot where we had started, I still felt pretty good and wanted to see if I could go a little further. So I decided to run back to my friend's house with him and then run from there back to my own house. Overall, when all was said and done, I ended up going about 10 miles total that day. 
Granted, it was a relatively slow pace, and there was a break in between, but I wouldn't have thought I could go that far if you'd asked me even just a week before. I wouldn't have attempted to go that far on my own, but having my friend along pushed me to keep going rather than give up early. It also gave me the motivation to try it in the first place, rather than just assuming I couldn't do it. Just as importantly, he helped me realize it was okay to take it slow, and take rests to walk and enjoy the process, rather than burning myself out on the first couple miles by trying to go too fast. It made me realize that I was capable of more than I thought, and that I could actually enjoy it. I decided to take on an actual organized race to continue pushing myself a little further, so I signed up for a half marathon later that year. I started running more consistently to train, and by the time I competed, I was able to complete essentially the full distance at a steady pace without slowing down or walking. I didn't place in the top 10 or anything like that, but I was happy with my performance and the whole experience continued to build my confidence and inspire me to take on more challenges instead of just assuming I can't do them. Maybe even more importantly, it helped me appreciate the value of rest and slow, steady progress over trying to sprint to the end goal. The thing that held me back from doing longer runs in the past was trying to go too fast right away and tiring myself out, so I would just give up. Once I saw it was okay to take it slow, it allowed me to begin the process and gradually build up to the point where I could go further and faster over time. I just had to work toward it and wait a little longer than I initially wanted to in order to get to that point. There's a few lessons here that I've found apply to life as well. One is to realize the value of including other people in what you're doing, both in what you do well and in what you're trying to get better at. Bringing others into what you're already doing and what you do well creates an opportunity for you to pass on your knowledge and passion and to inspire the other person. Conversely, one of the best ways for you to get better at something and stay motivated is to be around people who have experience and interest in that thing. My friend was already running and working toward his goals himself, so all he had to do was invite me to join him in it to bring about that inspiration and empowerment. That was all the spark I needed to see that more was possible for myself than I thought, and that there's a better way of running and training that I hadn't considered. That's why I want to hear about what you're doing in life, and the ways you live with purpose, so I can be inspired in those areas as well, and learn how to improve the world in similar ways. That's also why I've shared about my journey on this platform, in hopes that what I talk about will resonate with others, and embolden them to take on challenges or be vulnerable in similar ways, knowing it's okay to take it slow and approach it as a gradual process. That brings up the second important lesson, to not be ashamed of making slow progress and taking your time to rest as you go. It's all too common to try to do too much too fast, and in the end we give up altogether because we assume it's impossible. It may be impossible to accomplish your goal as quickly as you're trying to, but I'm certain you can do it if you allow yourself enough time and keep working at it consistently. If you're trying to lose weight, you don't have to lose it all the first month. 
it's okay if you gain back a pound one week and then go back to working towards your goal the next week, rather than giving up and concluding it was all a failure just because you took a step back. If you're writing a book or starting a business, you can take your time to develop it and craft it over time. It won't be perfect at first, so keep working at it gradually, whether that takes a year or five years or ten years. If you want to learn a new musical instrument, it's okay if you feel like you haven't made any progress over the first couple of weeks. If you can only devote a little time to practice each week, it may take several months or more before you're at the level you want to be. On the other side of the coin, realize that you can probably accomplish much more than you think you can if you're willing to devote the necessary time and work to it. I didn't think I could run 10 miles or 13.1 miles, but once I allowed myself the necessary time to complete it and to train, it was much easier than I expected. You may have heard the quote attributed to Bill Gates that people tend to overestimate what they can accomplish in a year, but underestimate what they can accomplish in 10 years. The point is, we tend to be too ambitious about what we try to do in the short term, but fail to realize the potential of what can be done over a long period of time. We often have our end goal in mind and want to achieve it right away because five or ten years seems like such a long time to wait, and we're used to always getting what we want quickly. Unfortunately, this means many people give up too early, because they don't hang on long enough or allow enough time for the goal to be achieved. At the same time, they may start making their goals too small, because they aren't thinking about how far they could get after three or four or ten years of steady progress in one direction. The prospect of learning a new language may seem too daunting because there's so much to learn and practice, so you just say you can't do it because you won't be able to master everything within a month or two. In reality, if you just spend an hour on it every day or two, you would likely be very proficient within a year and could even become fluent if you kept working at it for a couple more years. On a larger scale, there's almost no limit to what you could accomplish over 10 years of determined work. You could develop a skill or career path and get within the top tier of that field. You could create an organization or movement that helps improve thousands of people's lives. You could develop a new product or social media platform or business that becomes a staple throughout the world. You could save and invest enough to retire early and enjoy traveling. You could develop a vibrant network of healthy personal relationships with family and friends, or any number of other possibilities. It's not guaranteed that you could do any of these within 10 years, but they're all reasonably possible within that time if you work diligently toward one of them. That's why I want to consider what to do next, to make sure I'm dreaming big enough while allowing enough time to see it through. I don't want to get too focused on what I'm doing week to week that I forget to dream bigger about what's possible over a longer timeline. And that's why I want to hear what you're doing and what you're working toward, to be inspired about what's possible and important. If you're not sure what you're doing or working toward, I invite you to consider 
what your own next steps might look like and spend some time reflecting on whatever you've been most focused on lately. Is your normal routine actually getting you closer to the goals you hoped it would? Or have you just settled into it because it's easier and more comfortable than doing something else? If you feel you're in a good spot and proud of what you've accomplished or the progress you've made, take time to celebrate that and enjoy it. Doing this will only help refuel you to keep going further in that direction. If things are not going how you'd like, consider what needs to change or if it would be better to direct your focus toward new things. You don't have to just drop everything and start from scratch if that's the case. Take it slow and allow yourself time to ramp up into it if you want to pave a new path or start new pursuits. As we near the end of the year, reflect on what did go well, and on what you can learn from things that didn't go well over the past year. Consider how you can build on progress you've already made and continue the momentum, whether that means staying the course or redirecting that momentum into new avenues. I'll let you know how my own reflection goes and what I decide once I know more. However long it takes, one way or another, I'll see you next time.